another episode of the Music from the Goddesses Vault podcast. I am your host, Midnight Star. What you heard was the short-tuned Triple Goddess Blessing by Lisa Thiel. Again, I have to apologize for my voice. I'm still getting over that sore throat. Anyways, today's show is all about the Triple Goddess. But first, if you haven't done so already, you can check out the blog goddessvault1.wixsite.com forward slash home. Also, please spread the word of this podcast through the blog, the Music from the Goddesses Vault Facebook page, and on Instagram and Twitter at Goddess Vault. Now for the topic, the Triple Goddess. I know that most of you already know about this. I think that there's more to the Triple Goddess than the idea of maiden, mother, and crone. The idea of the three phases can be traced back to history. I will explain all this after you hear a favorite song of mine by Kalyana, I Walk with the Goddess. with me she is the clouds up in the 
can call it triple, triad, threefold, or triplicities. Nonetheless, the ancients do not have any concept of a single triple goddess. Thanks to author Robert Graves in his book, The White Goddess, this is a Wiccan creation. He was influenced by Celtic lore, although some scholars think that there might have been other ancient cultures that he was inspired by. Another name that I came across during my research of the triple goddess is the Swiss psychiatrist Carl Jung and his theory of archetypes. Jung's views on the triple goddess embodies the feminine archetype. He wrote that she was an image of the total feminine psychological qualities. The goddess has three faces, each one portraying a different feminine personality. As you know, the triple goddess symbolizes the moon's three phases, which is femininity. She also represents three stages of womanhood, maiden, mother, and crone. The maiden is the virgin, the mother is fertile, and the crone represents wisdom. She can be seen as either a deity or a force that lives in every woman. Later in the show, I want to talk about three other aspects of the triple goddess. First, let's continue with some more music. Here's Goddess by Burning Sage.
for the spirit guide of the week. I'm going back to India to talk about the Hindu goddess Lakshmi. She is the most beloved spirit in India, and here are the reasons why. Lakshmi is the goddess of wealth, fortune, power, abundance, prosperity, beauty, luck, health, and fertility. She brings life into all living things. To the people of India, Lakshmi represents everything pleasurable, good, and joyful. Because of this, she is the most popular deity in India. She has a white elephant that showers the earth with rain and abundance. The god Vishnu is her husband. Lakshmi is a part of the Tridevi, the Hindu version of the triple goddess, including Parvati and Saraswati. Many pictures in India show her being nicely dressed, abundance-giving woman, with a lotus in one hand, sitting or standing on a lotus throne. Lakshmi doesn't have a dark side, but if you do not venerate or welcome her, she will get bored and leave along with all her beautiful gifts. What you can offer Lakshmi on your altar are the following. Fruit, candy, milk, flowers, incense, beads, and or coins. That is it for now. Stay tuned for another Spirit Guide of the Week.
that was Ten Fortune by Derek Schmid. I will not go into which of the ancient goddesses has the triple goddess in her. Some of us will have already worshipped one. I know that every pagan has seen the triple goddess symbol, that is, of the waxing, full, and waning moon. To me, it represents a woman's life cycle and a woman's menstrual one. I mean, doesn't the moon come out in all three forms every month? The first half of my answer would be no because most non-pagans don't actually see it as the triple goddess or even think about what it means to them. However, for some pagans, including myself, these symbols have deeper meaning, which tie into our personal beliefs and practices with nature, such as menstruation being a natural part of a woman's cycle, which links back to how we view each other on an individual level. Another representation of the triple goddess is birth, death, and rebirth. So another way to put it is the life cycle phases from conception to old age. And this does also applies to the three stages of a moon going from birth to rebirth. I know from my research that there are other ways to interpret the triple goddess. So it is all up to you. So here's some S.J. Tucker for you, goddess. I'm in love with the goddess who lives down the street I got clouds on my agenda and a spring in my feet And I wonder if she knows, if she knows I am smiling at strangers like I usually will Like a cat with a canary who will surely fit the bill And I wonder if she knows, if she knows I got too much to do I got no time to go running after dreams Or chasing after you But there's this sleepy sense That everything's gonna work out right May I visit you tonight Starlight, style bright I am in love with the goddess Who lives down the street The girl may work at Waffle House But she doesn't miss a beat And I wonder if she'll hear what I propose Cause I just wanna make her happy No, I don't wanna lay no claim If there's damage to be done I am no good at taking blame And I wonder if she knows, if she
Here's a dream symbol to interpret. There are two in this week's dream symbol. They are labor and ladder. If you are a woman and you dreamt that you are in labor, as in giving birth, it represents your wish to become pregnant. If you are pregnant and dreamt that you were in labor, it's just a way to rehearse before your child's birth. If you had a dream where you had labor pains, it signifies anticipation for the future. If you had a dream where someone else is in premature labor, represents being prepared for the unexpected. To climb up a ladder in your dreams means achieving your goals. To climb down a ladder in your dreams signifies disappointment. If you dream that someone is holding the ladder while you climb up, it means that you do have the support to reach the heights of success. If you had a dream where you fell off the ladder, it represents facing failure. If you had a dream where you escaped from something using a ladder, it's telling you that you will have success once you get over lots of obstacles. To walk under a ladder in your dreams means bad luck. And if the ladder was broken in your dreams, it's letting you know that you're constantly facing failures. That is it for this week's dream symbol. If you want a dream for me to interpret and maybe have a dream symbol featured, the contact information will be mentioned at the end of the show. So keep dreaming. Sun, sun has all the emotions.
solutions. Fire's devotion to the righteous one. Birth of the sun. Here's another myth. This next story comes from islandfolklore.com. It is a Taiwanese folktale called The Mother Goddess. After the world was shaped and molded by the efforts of the giant Pangu, it became a beautiful and lovely place that creatures of all sorts could call home. But alas, it was a lonely place bereft of the sounds of laughter. For there were yet neither women nor men in this brave new world. At this time, a single solitary goddess roamed the face of the planet. Her name was Nuwa. Her upper body resembled a maiden's, but her lower half was a large serpent. The goddess hadn't legs with which to walk. Instead, she slithered across the earth using her powerful tail. The goddess Nuwa lamented her aloneness. She longed eagerly for companionship. One day the goddess came upon the side of a river. As she peered over the surface of the water, she saw a face looking back at her. As she winked, so did the face in the river. The goddess smiled. Again, the reflection smiled back at her. The goddess was pleased. How pleasant it is indeed to gaze upon another face. Perhaps, the goddess thought, I ought to create more faces and fill the world with this pleasantness. As the goddess thought of this, she reached into the river, scooping up a handful of clay and began shaping the substance into a miniaturized version of herself. First, she gave a little clay figure a face, eyes, ears, a nose, and a mouth. Next, she gave it a body and arms. What an adorable little creature this is, the goddess thought. But she paused before proceeding to craft the lower half of the figure. My tail, the goddess mumbled to herself. It has given me much inconvenience. I will not trouble this little thing with this inconvenience. I shall give it a pair of legs with which to walk, run, jump, and dance. And so the goddess Nua created the first human. She gave it legs and gently blew on the little figure, breathing life into it. Miraculously, the figure really came to life. The human greeted its mother in a quiet voice and began exploring the world. The goddess Nua was immensely pleased. She watched the little human compassionately and decided to create more. So she returned to her labor and made numerous individuals, both men and women, one by one. The goddess had set out to do this undertaking was hugely gratifying to her, but admittedly, it was hard, slow work. Her back was aching, and her hands were sore from all the kneading. Yet she deeply desired to fill the world with the laughter of her human children. Searching for a more efficient way to perform her task, the goddess raised her arm and picked a piece of passing cloud. She rolled it into a long vine-like whip, 
dipped it in liquefied clay and lashed the long whip against the riverbank. Thousands of clay droplets sprayed into the air. As they landed, they magically turned into more little humans. According to some versions of the story, the men and women that the goddess individually crafted became the rulers and aristocrats in human society. Those who were made later with the cloud whip became society's commoners. And so the goddess Nua was pleased. Surrounded by her creations, by her children, she sang with them, made musical instruments, taught them to dance and play. She taught them to conceive and care for children of their own, and the humans multiplied. The goddess surrounded by her children and grandchildren was happy. She never felt lonely in the world again. We all come from the goddess and 
to her we shall return like a drop of rain. Flowing to the ocean, we all come from the goddess. And to her we shall return like a drop of rain. Flowing to the ocean, we all come from the goddess. And to her we shall return like a drop of rain. Flowing to the ocean, we all come from the goddess. And to her we shall return like a drop of rain. Flowing to the ocean. That was Mother of Darkness by Circle of Women. Before that, she heard Birth of the Sun by Darkmoor. That is it for the show. Again, I'm your host, Midnight Star. I am still waiting for suggestions for a song, show topic, spirit guide, or dream symbol to talk about. If not, you can always like, share, or comment. And you can do all this through the goddesswalt1.wixsite.com forward slash home, through the music from the Goddesses Vault Facebook page, or on Instagram and Twitter at Goddess Vault. You can also catch me on Twitter at Midnight Star 2. I will leave you with something by Heloise Pilkington. I am the beauty of the goddess. Blessed be and be safe.
I am the beauty of the goddess. My essence is beauty. I shine a light into this world. I am the beauty of the goddess. My essence is beauty. I shine a light into this world. I am the beauty of the goddess. My essence is beauty. I shine a light into this world. I am the beauty of the goddess. My essence is beauty. I shine a light into this world. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.